and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. And now, please welcome with me to the program. We have Michael Holland. He is an instructor. And Stefan Dolvashin. He is the artistic director at the Florida Dance Theater. Woo-hoo. Hey, guys. How are you? Hello. Doing pretty good. How are you? Welcome back uh, to the program. Thanks for having us. Yes. Uh, I guess you got some event coming up that you'd like to tell us about and something that some people can do this weekend. Yes, definitely. So for a good time this weekend, I would definitely reach out to our website for information about our upcoming concert, um, April 29th and 30th. We are our own uh, mixed rep show of Live, Love, Dance. This concert will include not only the professional company members, but our um, competition team of our one of our some of our strongest students at FDT, who are also been cleaning up during competition these this season. These kids are quite talented, and they are quite something to see on stage. They've been doing really well, and we're super proud of them. And the company is really excited to dance alongside of these wonderfully talented students this upcoming weekend. Oh, it's awesome. Now, Florida Dance Theater has uh, a claim to fame. It's the only uh, professional dance group in, in, the, in, in our area, right? Yes, exactly. And we are actually about to celebrate our 30th year anniversary of existence here in Polk County and in Lakeland. Um, wow. That's actually one of the things why we wanted, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this concert. Um, in addition to showcasing our students, we'll also be doing some of our um, more famous pieces of repertoire throughout the past 30 years. Nice. We really want to celebrate our founding director, Carol Erks, as well as any other choreographers mm. that might have come through in the past 30 years and really celebrate the wonderful community that FDT has provided here in Lakeland for the past three decades. That's that awesome. is great. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, it's a it's a fantastic to see the show uh, personally. Now I know Lorianne loves to dance. Uh, <laughs> I can't dance, and and you know to be honest, nobody would want to see that. Not with that attitude. Um, exactly. It's like he's telling him. <laughs> I, I, I would pay to see it. I would. <laughs> I have two left feet, so it's not going to happen. Don't we all? Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, it could happen. You just aren't open minded. You're buying shoes the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nick, that is a common saying when people can't dance. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. You, you try to take everything literally. I know. Well, I try to. I do. So, Michael, what are you doing during the show? Uh, actually, I will be dancing along uh, some of the pieces. Actually, some of the ones that I have, uh, I've had the privilege to watch over the years. Uh, finally, for the first time, get to dance in one of them that I've always wanted to, you know, check out for the first time. Um, which was uh, Lay Awake, which is actually one of my favorite uh, pieces that Stefan has made. Not my favorite piece, as the one that is that is being made, uh, that is being performed at the very end, which is I'm still very happy and excited to see, which is a uh, fan, which is still one of my favorite uh, pieces of pieces of dance in a while. But mm-hmm. yes, I will be dancing in uh, three pieces. Uh, one, which is uh, Lay Awake. Uh, another one, uh, Got Your Six, which is a duet between me and Denton, uh, Denton Gay, as well as, I believe, TJ. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll be dancing on TJ Howell, and then we have a big group piece, State of Decay, which will be in this uh, second act, correct? Yes. Yep, second act as well. That's so. awesome. So, uh, Stefan, uh, 
you come up with the the choreography for a lot of this, or or most of it, or all yes. of it? I to, don't know. I'm asking. To, to be honest, for this particular show, um, I haven't made anything new, and that was actually at the request of um, the dancers and a lot of our audience members. People wanted to see some of the, uh, I guess you could say, our greatest hits over but the years. But you originally choreographed But that. yes, for, uh, for the majority of the works being presented this weekend, I choreographed most of the um, company works. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the stuff you'll see on the students was choreographed by um, our academy director, Molly Ayler, as well as our um, elite coordinator, Jordan Raybon, both who are also professional dancers within the company as well. Okay, That's awesome. Mm. So what competition is it that you're talking about uh, that you guys that you say have been uh, winning all these uh, awards? So the students um, have been participating in a few um, competitive events this past season. Um, competition is something that's been newer for our school. Competition dance has been huge in Florida and many other states in the world, but mm. FDT didn't really get into it till about three seasons ago. And I would I would definitely say that Molly and Jordan have done a great job of escalating that part of the program in the, in the school. And it's really helped the students to get out there and be seen by many other places and people that they normally wouldn't, as well as giving them a chance to be exposed to a lot of other great talent and see what else is out there. Um, we participated in um, Showstoppers, Fusion, and then there were about th- two or three others, which the names I can't recall off the top of my head, um, a lot of times during competition student uh, season, students will participate in anywhere between 10 to 25 different competitions wow. even sometimes. Um, so since we're still new in it, we don't want to overwhelm our students too much and kind of really try to get their feet wet in the proper way. Yeah. And our students have been placing within the overall categories in every competition they participated in. That's excellent. Ranking four and up, and as well as we've had some mm. wonderful soloists and group pieces that have claimed some great titles this past season. So being able to showcase them, not just to other students, but for their parents and for the community to see that these wonderful kids are being taught and trained right here in Lakeland, I think is something really special for the community. That that is great. Uh, Now I have a question for both of you. Um, So uh, let's see, who who should I ask first? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll start with you, Stefan. What led you to dance? Oh, good question. Oh, this is great. How did you get into dance in the first place? So when I was about um, six or seven years old, my grandfather uh, purchased for me a box VHS set of the old school Little Rascals. Okay. And in a lot of those episodes, those kids were in little dresses and tuxedos and top hats and canes and twirling little top hats. And the minute I saw that when I was a kid, I was was in front of the TV doing it and doing it and doing it. And I, I told my parents immediately that's what I wanted to do. Fast forward about seven years later, I'd just been taking TAF, about 13, 14 years old. I was in the school that I was taking class in, and I walked past this ballet class, and I my eyes locked on to this, at the time, the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen when I was 13 years yeah, old. Yeah. And I went home that day, and I said to my parents, I need to take ballet class. <laughs> <laughs> it's always about a girl. It's always about a girl. They looked at me, and they were like, mm. Okay, yeah, sure. They, they didn't think twice about it. They didn't know my original motivation at the time. But I actually ended up really falling in love with the um, the athletic challenge of it. And so from doing ballet, I got more interested in other things like modern dance and jazz dance. And mm. I did end up going on a date with that girl, though. So that worked <laughs> out. I was just going to ask, what happened to the girl? We did go on a date. Um I, it didn't go much past that. Oh, yeah. There you go. So I was 13. I wasn't sure what I was doing. <laughs> that is a, the truest statement I've ever heard. That's great. Uh, because I had the same thing. So, uh, so, uh, so ballet was like the gateway, the gateway drug to, oh, to yeah. dance. Yes, okay. exactly. Gotcha. 
Never, How about you, Michael? Uh, funny enough, dance was actually a, a huge thing that I didn't should get into. Uh, when a, especially growing up at a younger age, I absolutely abhorred dance or the idea of me ever doing it. Um, it didn't get until actually basically until uh, when I was in my senior year of high school, uh, junior year, one of those two. Yeah, uh, it's it's very hard to remember which and which because it kind of started from the precipice, uh, the precipice of the summer of my junior year of high school. And I saw a, a dance a dance crew that danced here first Friday uh, a good bit ago, and I and I actually fell in love with it. It was definitely the hip hop style. So um, actually, for the first good years of my life, uh, good beginning years of uh, my dance career, it was all hip hop, mm. all hip hop oriented. Yeah. Uh, and then after seeing uh, in this uh, same studio, uh, Just Dance, uh, that uh, they decided to compete. I actually got into competition dance before I actually even touched ballet. Uh, I was like, ah, oh, that's 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 crazy. I want to win awards. I want to I want to have some weird uh, self self greed in this. <laughs> so I decided I decided to take that up. And the instructor, the uh, the director at the time, said, Hey, listen, if you want to participate into in some more competition stuff, you have to take all the classes. Upon doing that, uh, I fell in love with contemporary movement. And then uh, a couple years later, I would actually find myself at Florida Dance Theater uh, through the help of. Um, our founding director, as well as Stefan, as I met him, I think a little prior before I came there. I'd say, yeah, a couple days just before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we me and you worked with uh, Amber Grubb at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I fell in love with dance uh, fairly easily. Um, it was just because we're having a very clouded mindset about it, and especially the whole idea of me thinking that just men shouldn't dance. It was a very terrible mindset to have, and I definitely, I'm definitely very glad that I've gotten away from that. Uh, that mindset at the time. Well, I, I mean, I, I never thought that men shouldn't dance because, of course, uh, I had seen men dancing um, with women, and uh, it, it, it looked natural to me. Uh, but uh, I, I really was taken by dance and, and became jealous of people who actually could dance uh, when I was in high school. Uh, you saw Footloose. Uh, I mean... Yeah, but that that was <laughs> this is not where I'm going. Um, when I was in high school, that's the gold uh, standard. <laughs> we did a, a musical, and there were two guys in, in the production who who were required to dance uh, to some numbers, and they were really really good. And I was like, wow, I'll just never be able to do that. And so that was the end of that for my dance career. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, early, early retirement. My dance career was I watched Footloose. I, I'm glad that you guys uh, <laughs> uh, are, are, in, are, are doing it and uh, we're able to uh, bring this to uh, our local community. And uh, we have such great arts here in Polk County, including the Florida Dance Theater. Mm-hmm. So tell us again the dates. and It's Saturday and Sunday. So what's the time and the location and how do people get tickets and all that? Yeah, so Saturday, April 29th, we will be at the Florida Children's Museum in Bonnet Springs. That show will begin at 6.30. Doors open at 6. That next Sunday on, on April 30th, we will actually be in the space of Theater Winter Haven. Okay. So we're trying to not only just be in Lakeland, but get in touch with all of our Polk County friends as much as we can. That Ooh. is great. And uh, the, people get tickets out. At floridadancetheater.org, you'll find all of our information. All the links will take you right to our ticket sales. Okay. So can people get tickets if they come to the door? Yes. We will have tickets available at the door as well. You can either purchase them now online or come visit us right then at the door. We'll make sure you get seated. All right. Fantastic. Lorianne, you've been uh, awfully quiet over there. Yeah. Have you ever seen them dance? I haven't seen them dance, no. You need to go to one of the shows. You should go to this show. Well, I've seen them dance in many shows, and they're amazing. It's absolutely incredible. Well, Michael I don't doubt that awesome. at all. 
Yeah, you don't work on Saturdays, so. Yeah, so you could go to a show. Yeah, well, I mean, last weekend I had to take care of my grandbaby. So. Right, but That's... you don't have her this weekend. You could go see the show. We're some great friends, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we love peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'll go pressure. if I'm not dead by then. Every production they have done that I've seen, it just gets better and better and better. So they're just absolutely amazing. Thanks. See how she just glossed right over that line? Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, Stefan, Michael, thank you very much for coming in. We appreciate it. Uh, it's the Florida Dance Theater. Make sure you go see uh, their production. Was there a name for this production this weekend, or is it just a retrospect? Yes, this 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 weekend will be is called Live Love Dance. Live Love Dance. That's great because isn't Saturday National or International Dance Day? It is really close around the corner. I can't say yeah. for sure off the top of my head if it is exactly Saturday, but it was that we did pick yeah. this weekend because it's very close. Yeah, that's see. Yeah. Let's see. it's Let's this see. weekend. Sometime is I think International Dance Day or National Dance Day. I'm, 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 yeah, you're right. There is the two. There's International yeah, there's and two. National. It's two different dates, but I think this one's yes, it is okay, on Saturday. Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. It's International. Right? It's Astronomy Day. Meant Bob Will's Day. Day of Remembrance for vim- Victims of Chemical Warfare. Oh my. Um, Eeyore's oh, birthday. Oh, Eeyore's birthday. Independent yeah. bookstore day. Two very day. polar opposite I know. <laughs> Well, these are just some of the other days. Uh, but yes, International Yay. Dance Day. Yay, uh, Lorianne. So uh, <laughs> it's also National Go Birding Day. So we should go birding. We should yeah. go birding. With Eeyore. Eeyore. With, yes, on his birthday. There you go. Let's have cake, too. That's we can great. have cake. All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming in. Appreciate thanks it very us. much. Thanks and uh, Michael, Stefan, it's a Florida dance. And you can go see them this weekend. This program was pre recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. And joining us now on the program to introduce us to some cute and cuddlies from SPCA Florida, it's Randa Richter. Good morning, Randa. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. So, uh, Pepper in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Nice. We got you some I'm not girl. just saying random words. Those are the names of the <laughs> radio animals of the I, week. I thought we were saying random words. Mm. <laughs> mm. Food? Yes. Foreclosure. <laughs> oh. Paprika. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Very good. Mm. <laughs> Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut? Connecticut. Oh, okay. Just random. <laughs> just random. What you say? Eviction? eviction? Why are you using all these legal wow. terms? Wow, you're on a He's on foreclosure and eviction. You're on a path there. I'm just saying words that Lorianne um, I have to identifies draft with. draft a foreclosure today. I'm like, oh. Uh, she, boy, and she talk about. People out on the, talk she about makes people com- homeless. Confusing. I'm sitting down with my title work yesterday, and I'm like, this is very odd. This doesn't make any sense. And then I realized there were three deeds they did a deed a corrective deed and then a second corrective deed and then they did a mortgage a second mortgage and or a corrective mortgage and then a second corrective mortgage and i'm like oh my gosh what were they doing that makes no sense to any of us uh they were confused introduce us to pepper <laughs> makes no sense to anybody that world i don't understand it makes sense to me and i so was I'm, confused i'm coming to you yes if you need me let me know i know peeps yes <laughs> Well, Miss Pepper, she is our feline of the week. She is a tortoise shell, so she's black and orange in color. I love tortoise shells. She's a sweetie, and she's your typical tortie, too. So she is two years old, about nine pounds. And when I say your typical tortie, she has a little tood. 
But she is a sweetie pie, and she absolutely adores other kitty cats. So whoever's looking to adopt her, definitely have cats in your household. She likes to have her little buddies around. Cool. And she'll like you, too, but she loves cats. Mm, nice. Okay. I like it. Virginia. Virginia. Oh, tell us the story about Virginia. Oh, my. Vir- well, good news is late yesterday afternoon, Virginia got adopted. Yay, Aww. Virginia. Uh, Virginia's had a very hard start at life. Virginia is a seven-year-old black lad. Um, we got her probably two years ago from Orange County Animal Services just um, to give her a chance. She got adopted from us in about a month ago. I got a call from Hillsborough Animal Control saying they found her roaming the streets of Tampa. Not good people. How so, did that happen, I wonder? I don't know if they dumped her, if they moved and left her behind and left her just to roam. We're not quite sure, and we can't get in touch with the people that adopted. Oh, no. It's probably oh. good. <laughs> um, so anyway, I went and got her, and she's been with us for the last month, and she got adopted yesterday. Oh, good for her. And so we're hoping this is her forever home, and... And just because of all the trauma she's been through, she's always a little unsure when you walk out of the room if you're coming, coming back. back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah. So, but she's a total sweetheart. She's an older girl. She's about seven years old. Wow. And so we're just hoping that this one sticks and she has a great life moving Maybe forward. something happened to the other Speaking people. of traumatic, <laughs> uh, tell us about Alfred. Oh, my Alfred. He's so awesome. Um, So Alfred is um, a young, I think it was a four-year-old mixed breed dog, um, was found here in Lakeland. The owners had moved out and left him behind in the backyard. Oh, no. And he was back there for a while. You could count his... How do you do that? Like, what... Right? You could count his ribs. He was eating dirt to survive. Uh, Finally, a neighbor kind of saw the situation, brought him to us, and he was in pretty dire need. Um, he had a tight rope around his neck that oh left scars. You could count his ribs. He was defecating dirt because that's all he had in his body. Oh, my goodness. And so our shelter vet uh, put him on a uh, slow feeding plan and a health plan to get his body mass start built up. And he's been in foster care for probably four or five months just to get his body back in the condition. And he is healthy now. He's uh, When he came to us, he was 34 pounds. Mm. Now he's 59 pounds. Oh, good for him. And he should be available for adoption in about a month. We're just kind of weaning him off of some of the medicines that we put him on to get him healthy again. So, And wow. he's a sweet pea, a total sweet pea. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, this, I mean, this is just a... One way that uh, the medical center at SBCA Florida helps. Absolutely. These little kids that don't have a voice and we'll take them in and and fix them up and get them a home. Alfred. He's a love bug, too. He's kind of like a boxer-ish mix. So he's got that squarish head. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs their own Alfred. Mm. Keep him in line. Yeah. Batman. Batman. Um, Yeah. Wow. Don't treat your pets like no. the, those people did. Mm-mm. What is wrong? I, I don't, or their children. There's I don't know. Things it just that are abused really like that. Uh, mm-hmm. it is confusing to me why people would do that. It's very frustrating, and and I'm not going to say what I want to say. What yeah, I would love well, to do these people. What I could say. What I could say. You want to neuter them too? What I could. <laughs> and that's being nice. <laughs> what I could say, I can't say on the right. radio. So it's it's extremely it's, frustrating, mm. and you just really feel for the animals because they have no say in what's actually happening to them. 
So that's why we're there, to help them, fix them, and give them all the love and care they need. What does Sheriff Judd say? If you see something, say something. Yes. So even with pets and kids, please, if you see something, say something. They can't say it for themselves. Mm -mm. So if somebody wants to adopt Pepper or any of the other animals that are available Mm -hmm. at SPCA Florida, how do they go about doing that? Absolutely. So come on down to our campus on South Brandon Road here in Lakeland. Remember, adoptions are by appointment only, and you can make your own appointment on our website, which is spcaflorida.org. Pictures of the puppies and kitties there as well, so you can uh, browse them before you go down and browse them. <laughs> browse <laughs> Literally. Browse. <laughs> I like that. That's you know, you one. could see see one that you like, and then you go down there and look for it. It's just like just like if you're going to get a sofa and you see the picture of it in the ad, and you go to the store to try to find it, but they don't have it. Mm-hmm. No, you might end up uh, because of uh, like Virginia. Yeah, she, she got, found a home. She got a home. So, but guess what? Maybe, we got 45 other I was going to say, maybe pick home. out a couple that you might be interested <laughs> in. two. They're like potato chips. You can't just eat one. <laughs> Don't Did eat she them. just suggest eating the animals? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sure, sure, eat them sure. like, they're like chips. Like, you know, you can't just have one. You got to have like multiple. I so, actually have a sign in my office that says cats are like potato chips. Right. You just can't have one. See? Exactly. That's what I'm mm. saying. That's why he's got four. It sounds like a cat lady sign. I wasn't. He's a cat lady. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really He's vote for having lady. four of them, but I now have four of them. So. <laughs> I have, was kind of. I have two. Gather. Yeah. No time. I, admit, I have five. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't count on two so. either. I had said no more, and then the husband and the son went to the SBCA because <laughs> I opened my big fat mouth and was explaining <laughs> to Austin that the black cats sometimes don't get adopted because yep. people think they're super, you know they're superstitious and they're not good luck and blah blah. And what what do they come home with? A black cat that they <laughs> saved from dire death. <laughs> it was the next cat to be, you know. And I'm like, no. Honestly, cats really aren't that hard to take care. No, of. they're so not. Easy. That's, so that's easy. why I like cats. Dogs are great too, but I, I'm I'm more of a cat. Person, I feel like so. dogs are like they're children. You really need to take care of them. Yeah, yeah. dogs are needy. Yeah. 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 Dogs cats are, are like, feed me, scoop my poop. We're good. Yep, right. That's right. Yeah, and I can do that. I, I let you live here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Did their you house. pay rent? Right. This is my house. You live here. My <laughs> house. I let you live here and feed me. Yeah. Get down on your knees. <laughs> Those are cats. Wow. You will worship me. Yes. I am That's your god. Right. That's a cat. <sighs> you know it. Merlin's the same way. It's like it's his house. You worship Merlin. Silence right now. <laughs> you worship Merlin. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's no longer our Merlin house. Merlin is a good boy, though. He he does what he's told. Oh yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. And what he wants. Tell him, to, <laughs> tell him to go inside when he's outside, and he'll come inside. And, Only you know. if he wants to. <laughs> when he's ready. When he's ready. No, he does. Because mm-hmm. I'll walk up b- behind him and just just keep walking behind him. <laughs> go. Like, go. <laughs> Just saying, you know. Come on. That's a good boy. Let's go inside. Right. Let's hurt the cat. And he, the whole time he's meowing at me. He's yeah. cussing oh, you out. Now, yes. what happens if a cat's voice changes? Oh. They might get a little PO'd. No, no. What do you, oh. mean, what do you mean change? Over yeah. age? You mean over age? No, just the way, like, the, the sound of his meow changed, like, almost overnight. Oh. He's getting older. It's different. I mean, I know when my 19-year-old was getting older, her meow changed. Mm. I think it's like old. He's not that old, though. Old people. How thing. old is he? 
I don't know, six or seven. I don't He's know. that old. That's young. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he just went through puberty. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Alexa. We just change the voice. Anyway. Makes it interesting. <laughs> Definitely. It's Paul County Live, Talk Radio 96.7. Thank you uh, for... Absolutely. Stopping by, Randa. Always a pleasure sure. to see you. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, hashtag adopt, don't shop. SBCAflorida.org. Mm-hmm. Make Save your appointment. Adopt today. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. And please welcome with me to the show from the local Salvation Army. It is Captain Jeremy Mockaby. Yeah, good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. Good. I wasn't sure if I call you the head or the commander or... I've uh, been called worse, so whatever works for you is uh, <laughs> fine. Yes, Captain Captain will work great. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so uh, you have uh, some stuff going on over there that you wanted to let us know about, and uh, we're happy to share it. Yeah, just sharing with Nick uh, off air here. We, we got a lot of great things coming up here. The Salvation Army, we have a 59-acre campus uh, just, just north on... Uh, north of I-4 on Kathleen Road, Mm -hmm. where we house families uh, who are homeless, who are experiencing homelessness, that are specifically have children. So we, in order to get into our program, you have to be homeless and uh, have children. And right now we have 20 bedrooms of apartment. Uh, We have eight triplexes, so 24 apartments. Uh, and and we have an after school and daycare center for those families. So awesome. what we're getting ready to do is take what we already have and what we already know works and is successful, and expand that. So tomorrow uh, at 9 a.m. at our at our uh, our location, we're having a groundbreaking. It's a to kick off a 19 and a half million dollar campaign. So a lot to chew mm. on and a lot to bite on. Uh, but we're we're extremely uh, optimistic that we're going to be able to do it and just be able to help more people than we already have an opportunity to help uh, every single day of the uh, of the year that we're here. So um, what's the plan? How many uh, uh, place how many people are you trying to uh, fit in there? Then? Yeah, so right now like I said we we have 20 rooms right. uh, and and each room uh, in our shelter can hold up to a family of 6. So we have 20 bedrooms. We're going to expand that to 40 rooms. So okay. uh, we'll Ooh, be able double to double it. that number wow. exactly. And right now we have eight triplexes. So uh, each one has three apartments. They're three bedrooms each. And we're building four more triplexes. So that'll be 12 more bedrooms. So nice. we'll almost be able to hold uh, just over 100 families that are going to be on uh, our property. So wow. that can equate, you know, you, you start adding, you know, that each family or each uh, member has about two or three kids on average. It starts to stack up pretty right. quick. Uh, and another thing that we're really proud of that's on site uh, is we have a after-school care and a, uh, um, a daycare center for uh, our families who are experiencing homelessness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm telling you, I, I could share story after story of success and what we're seeing out of there. Uh, just to just to throw something out there right now, the kids since we've opened in 2015, the kids that we that go to our after-school and daycare center when they go to Polk County schools that we take them to. Uh, when they're school age, are testing higher than the average Polk County student. Nice. And that's just a testament of the, what the work that the staff is doing there. 
the progression rate on, on the uh, in Florida, the average progression rate to the next grade for a homeless family is 88 uh, percent. Since we've opened in 2015, our progression rate for all of our kids who have entered our program is 99.6 percent. So, awesome. uh, yeah, a lot of cool work that's being done. And I don't take any credit for that. It's easy because I'm in the spotlight because I'm the uh, the, the boss, as you say. Yeah, uh, it's easy for me to take the credit for that. But really, we have an incredible staff that comes alongside to make this possible every day. So, wow. yeah, just really excited about uh, what's what's coming up. And uh, we, we, we moved here, my wife and I and our family, we moved here two years ago. And we realized what an incredible, incredible giving community mm. that Lakeland is. I have been part of Salvation Army all my life. I have never met a more giving community uh, than Polk County and Lakeland specifically. I mean, just the people that come alongside us are just absolutely, uh, it's, it's it's unreal. Well, that says a lot wow. uh, about, uh, you know, the area. I, I know that uh, people here have really big hearts and uh, yeah. really like to help out when they can. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're providing uh, an environment for these kids to thrive right because that's the problem mostly when when kids end up you know with their families homeless it's hard for them to uh, thrive and progress but uh, you're giving them a spot to do that yeah we and we see that we're trying to end that uh, that cycle of, of, of uh, intergenerational poverty and and, mm. and not that we don't uh, make an effort for the parents obviously there's that effort there and, and we've got a lot of success but if we can instill in their kids, uh, to see that there is hope, and that's why we call what we have our community of hope. If we can instill a sense of hope in them and say, hey, uh, you, you don't have to continue this, and if we can give them a leg up when it comes to education, when it comes to finding them an internship, whatever that may be, mm. uh, to get them out of that cycle so they can realize, even if it's just a glimmer to say, nope, I can do this. I don't have to continue to stay in this. Man, then we've then we've done our job, uh, and and uh, I, again, I could share if we had time. I could share a lot of success stories, but uh, yeah, the, the the fact that we get to come alongside even these young people as early as six weeks that we take uh, uh, care of, of their kids as, mm. as early as six weeks, uh, immediately we are showing love, we're showing grace, we're showing mercy, we're showing compassion uh, where otherwise they may not uh, have seen that. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.